Welcome to Invisible Talks, where the truth, different perspectives, and stories are discussed with invisible voices. Media outlets varying using anonymous sources. There's no such thing as off the record, but here on Invisible Talks, all of our stories are off the record. If you're good, put the pieces together. I'm your host, Tyra Elin, recording in the Podcast Town studio. I want to hear your story and perspective to make my life better. I'm tuned in. So there has been a lot of controversy around equality in the WNBA. If we set aside wages and talk about the game, the sport, women take their skill set and they put them in boardrooms, classrooms, and into the world of entrepreneurship. There are all types of levels that this, just the game of basketball can take a woman throughout her career, throughout college, however long her duration is with basketball. There are levels to it. And so the question that I have on my heart is, what is it like to become a woman while playing the game of basketball? Because we see so much of the NBA, but we don't really see the WNBA pushed as much. But times are changing. Women are starting to become the forefront. So that's the question I have for our next guest. And it's a loaded question. So I'm going to start with this one little piece of that question. What is the biggest obstacle you've had to overcome while playing the game of basketball? What is the biggest obstacle that I had to overcome while playing basketball? Mentally, physically, because there's levels to that. And you played in college. Yeah, this is is like, it's a lot. I think um, when you're young, I think everything is about you having a good time. I think it's about you learning the sport and enjoying yourself. But when you start to go to college, it becomes political. And I think hormonally, our bodies are, that's the only thing that separates us is the hormone levels of these systems that flow in our bodies that we have to deal with. And I think sometimes that's not taken into consideration. Once we scream, we want to be equal. I want to be equal, but I'm actually cramping the day, though. Mm. And I don't feel very well, for real. I think that's that's like a catch-22 because I want to seem like, you know, I want to be them. equal to an equivalent, but at the same time, I'm going to have an issue. I'm going to have something hormonally that affects me that might put me in a different position to give my best. And I think that's where uh, being a woman, it kind of like sucks that we deal with all type of illnesses and things. And once we've screamed that we want to be equal and we're going through Title IX, I think now there is no room for a woman to even be a woman now. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have to perform even harder than a man because we're trying to get women to entertain us and we weren't at the time dunking we're not doing that so the speed of the game needed to be faster because that's the only way they thought people would pay attention to it so we were worked harder Mm. so I mean I don't know if that's fair and I don't even think it was challenging I think you just having to overcome these obstacles Um, and not being treated fairly is still a thing. Like women are not treated equal in sports. Um, In my profession, I'm not treated the same. Um, Just naturally, a man will think he knows better. Mm -hmm. Um, He thinks he knows because I've done even. Mm -hmm. And it's like I could have too, but the masculation of him and his opinion will, and his ego. I think dealing with a man's ego has been the toughest thing. Let's just wrap this all up. (laughs) I'm going to shorten that question. You can erase all that. The most challenging thing that I've ever had to deal with in sports is being a woman and being coached by a man, dealing with a man, working with a man. Um, That has been the most challenging experience that I've had. Wow. I want to cut all that up. You just 
got me thinking for a second, but it actually is annoying. So, yes, that is the most challenging. And that's loaded because I feel like even at the beginning of your answer, you talked about, you know, there's this opportunity for equality. But then we really can't be equal because there's a lot of physical pieces that a man will never be able to relate to. And then I hear that relating to the idea that a man's ego is the biggest challenge because they can't relate to the physical piece of a woman. And to them, that's weakness. But to us, it's like, no, my body is actually going through a whole process that I don't even think you could ever even handle. Right. On top of that, I still got to go to work just like you do. And I still have to perform at a top optimum performance mm-hmm. just like you do. On top of me, like bleeding for 17 hours and now I'm like low, low on iron, which that never happens to you. Mm. But to me, then, I mean, to them, it might be considered as being soft or we're not ready for that. You're a woman. Let's just go take us back seat. You're too emotional. Oh, you're, you guys are vulnerable. <laughs> The vulnerable piece. And not strong and not amazing and not dope or better than that you still have to go through that on top of still showing up. Right. That's not how that's perceived. It's not people think then you should just be at home. Right. Let's unpack this. So let's navigate in college, in those college years, how did you overcome before you get to the male ego, because like you said, I think it, it's this balance of, you know, you're trying to find yourself, you're trying to manage your body, your emotions. How did you overcome that space in college? Or did you? I guess is a real question, too. I think always having a relationship with God has always been the the thing, though, because you're going to have these moments where you're against stuff that's out of your control. Like mm-hmm. me being a woman is out of my control. Dealing with a man who ego, who's egotistical is something that I can't control. But if you just sometimes give that to God and allow them, allow him to just use you through these these moments, you either become an example of some sort, you become a vessel of an ex- of how to be a survivor in all facets. Mm. And that's always been my my go to is like this man isn't God. You know what I mean? Like right. and God bless me with these talents. I'm just going to show up and do the best I can with that. I think that was something to to implement into your day-to-day because it's hard. It's like you're competing with them almost. Like Mm -hmm. why? And you're supposed to be the person that's helping me or I'm working with, but at the same time, I'm competing with your ego at the same time. So it requires a little bit more energy. And I think it's for you, your best interest to recognize that competing because it's natural. A man just told me that literally like an hour ago that men naturally will compete. Mm -hmm. It's for you to catch that And it's not my job to compete with you. It's for me to continue to work on competing with myself on a day to day. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just being knowledgeable, you know, um, having that information that my job isn't to be into with this next person in college. My coaches Mm -hmm. um, who call who's calling us soft, but we've been practicing for four hours. Boys practice for an hour and a half every day and they go home. But we're we're called soft. I think that's a personal issue. And let's keep it going, ladies. We got to do the best we can to survive this. But it made us stronger. Mm -hmm. It made me stronger. Being a woman in sports, I think, makes us stronger. We have to work harder. We have to do things longer. And then we have this man who's like stepping on our throat, potentially could have a woman stepping on our throat because that's the same experience she's experienced. Right. So it's a it's going to go full circle. And we experience that all the time in the workplace. We'll experience it where a woman finally gets into a position of success and she has a power trip. Mm. But men are on the power trip all the time because I'm the man. Right. So I think that's what we deal with. And when you're aware of it, it's just like (laughs) no one has time for it for real. It's going to take me more energy to try to prove a point to you Mm -hmm. that I belong here. So I think I did. I did bad in practice. I had I didn't do very good in that. I have turnovers. I think 
it's for me to pay attention to what I need to adjust and compete with the person I was yesterday versus trying to prove myself to prove myself to someone's ego. Right. And I feel like that's across all areas, because when I'm listening to your story, I'm thinking about, okay, I'm a stay at home mom and I'm managing three businesses. And at the highest level, I'm like, this is impossible. But Mm -hmm. I've seen myself grow and grow. But that one little thing that my husband sees and he nitpicks, I'm like, oh, this is you're being emotional, emotional response. You're snappy. It's like, okay, it's it's over. (laughs) Let's start over. Let's start the day over. Everyone go to sleep. Yeah. That's um, what I mean. Like, no room for error for you to have that response. Mm, There's no room for error. But I thought about it today. I really, and I literally sent a text to my husband. Do I need to have a response? And the reason why I say that is because <laughs> something you just touched on, that level of self-awareness. So when I am self-aware, when I am present in my frustration, I know the root of my frustration. Mm-hmm. And so for the example I'm using about being a stay-at-home mom and still managing our businesses is the fact that I'm running with anxiety Mm -hmm. that I won't get something done or that I'll drop the ball. It's really not what my husband did or that the kids are running around because they do these things all the time. Mm -hmm. It's the fact that in my mind, I'm competing with being strong and showing up Mm -hmm. and the anxiety of dropping the ball. Because men feel like I I don't worry like that. Mm -hmm. I I heard a man say the other day, y'all women, y'all worry about stuff we just don't care about. That's good. So are we caring more than you? Does that make me... Less than? No, I think that's a woman's trait. It's part of their her traits and her I think, strength. I think that's what makes us dope, but that's not how the world sees it. They sees that as a weakness. You're being, um, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you're going to have an emotional response. Yeah. But my emotional response is me juggling 10 things that you don't care about, that you just don't care about. Right. That doesn't mean that I care more. I think who's going to be responsible for delegating these things? That's what women are made for. We're here to be helpmates. We're caring about things that you don't care about. It's like that as a trainer. So even if I was a basketball player and I went to the gym, I'm a hooper. I went to the to gym and I want to play with some guys. Mm-hmm. Guys won't pick me up unless they know me. Like, no, yo, she can really hoop. Like, you probably should pick her up. Then mm-hmm. they'll pick me up. But if they don't, they're going to see me as being a woman ASAP. And that comes with stigmas of those same things. She might be emotional. Uh, I don't know. Can she really play? Like mm-hmm. we out here, we talking mad trash. Like we, you know, we, we being guys, right. we can be inappropriate. Can you hang? <laughs> how has that impacted in terms of like developing into this beautiful woman? How has that impacted your relationships, your ability to have a spouse and be emotional and, and, and build a connection with a male after fighting so many different obstacles, whether on the court or off the court? It has helped me really learn to value that, you know, value being vulnerable. There's strength in that. Um, I think my experiences have taught me to properly put myself around certain men that will appreciate the vulnerability, appreciate you being emotional and not take advantage of that. And they like that you can express yourself and they support you because there are a couple guys out here that are like that. Mm-hmm. They like and they don't see it as weakness. They see it as like, I've just never thought like that before. And I'm glad that you said it because now I can I can adapt or I can be a little bit more aware. I can right. pay attention to body language where y- y'all not paying attention to that. You just you hear. So me just speaking on it was making people better, mm-hmm. but I couldn't be afraid of it. And I think that's younger me was afraid to intervene. Um But trusting your dopeness is a part of that, too. When you trust how amazing you are and just because I'm saying something does not mean I'm emotional about it either. Mm -hmm. Having an opinion is not an emotional response all the time. And that's something for a man to learn because they don't want anybody talking to them. So is that an emotional response? (laughs) 
So we could do this all day. Yes. So I'm like, I you just learn your strength and you learn your power. And then you will attract the people who respect that and understand it. And it's a communication thing, mm-hmm. you know, that I'm vocal and I'm expressing my thought process or what I'm feeling in the moment. And, and unfortunately, our men are not allowed that space. So um, I don't think that we all need to learn how to take pride in these spaces of mm-hmm. expressing ourselves and keeping it real, being vulnerable. If I'm crying all the time, then, yo, you are crying all the time and that's not okay. <laughs> but if I have a moment where I'm just telling you something serious and I get like a little emotional about it, I think that's just our, it should be a normal human reaction that men will try to fight to do. Mm-hmm. They will try to guard themselves. And I think it's just as I've become a woman, I've just become more aware of also allowing men to have that space. Mm-hmm. And being vulnerable and telling me exactly how they feel and what they think um, and their abilities and their failures, even in sports. Like, I, I thought I was going to be this champion and it really bothers me in my 30s right. like, to be able to express that. But I was a winner my whole life that I don't feel like that. Right. So we um, we just didn't feel anything, but it was accepting all of these things. And then you start really appreciating how dope you really are. And then you're not going to allow anybody to make you quiet, make you feel less than that. You should be second picked up or any of these things. You start to be like, no, I know I'm dope. And when you recognize that, then we'll go somewhere. How do you navigate? Because I I hear again, we're going back to self-awareness on all the different levels and spectrums of playing basketball. How do you navigate being at your highest peak and dealing with the valleys because you're coaching people through their valleys? So when they come into your gym, they may be experiencing some burdens. It's funny that you say this because yesterday I saw some kids. We were working out and I asked them to do something new and they all kind of did it timidly or jokingly or they play a lot because we're afraid of being great for real. Mm. Like that's what I think. So when I'm working out with girls – Go tear him up. (laughs) Go tear her up. I don't care. But don't be afraid of that. But we can be. It's like we will dim our lights to make other people feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. So as a a basketball player, I've done that. Oh, you think you all that? So let me let you go first then since you think I'm trying to show out. Um, But now I see that in kids. I see it now that I'm coaching that they will take steps back. Because the person who has confidence doesn't mean that they're the dopest. Right. They're just confident. But the person who has all the skills will bury themselves. And then that's the person you need to push up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you just want to keep encouraging them and motivating them to bring that out. And then you'll see them do dope things. You'll see them go harder. They, mm-hmm. You'll see them be able to take a hit and not fall, you know, because they're not ashamed of getting hit. Right. Where we can, like, be shy and, like, that's not intimate. Um, but I've seen boys do that too. Right. Um, but for me and being coaching girls, it's like, go be great. Go let that out. Go work as hard as you possibly can. And cause we, we, I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Women can work 10 times harder than most people on this planet. Right. So give it to me. And then once you set that expectation for them and they see how amazing that, that is and what it feels like, I think that's just the way to go. You got to just build people up to just give a hundred. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about what he thinks. Don't worry about showing up and and not having the best shoes. Uh, Just show up and play your game and Mm -hmm. do it like all out. And I know your best friend is next to you too, but you need to dog her out too. (laughs) But it's a mindset. You love her, but this is like a, this is for you to compete with you, Mm -hmm. your best self. And if you're not showing up in your best self, you're not competing with her. 
For him, you're just allowing them to step on you. So once you bring that to attention, that to someone's attention, our goal is to set people free to make them aware. You have to be self-aware of what's happening to you. So then you can shake that like, I'm not scared. Mm -hmm. I'm not shy. I'm actually really bold and I want to be great at this. And I, I got I just think I was afraid of what people would think of me if I like did something. And women carry that. Because we don't want to be called emotional, soft, pushover, and angry black woman or whatever that looks like. Because she's aggressive and she's going all out. Right. We're afraid of what that looks like. Do it and find out. Do you think men are fighting the same mental battles that women are? Because when I hear confidence and, and fear, those are emotions that don't discriminate towards sex. Yes, it's just in a different facet. Mm. We're not, to me, mm-hmm. I don't think we're no different. Minus our physical state and how we are developed right with these organs in our systems Mm -hmm. but if you think about there's women who dunk now there's women who do all of these things Mm -hmm. because we had to like push ourselves to do it but that's what happens when you're being pushed every day for four hours that's what happens when you're making us run more that's what happens when you're making us jump box jumps explosive i train people to do this stuff that's what happens you're going to eventually have a new breed of a woman right that's going to come out that does exactly what you do off your natural ability, but we have to work hard at it, but we still can do it. Right. So to me, there is no difference in how we are behaving or I think we all want the same things. Now, how we are going about receiving these things or what it looks like when it's happening may be different, but I think they're shut down too, just in a different, different space and place, you know? So maybe in the sports world, they're thriving, but maybe in humanity, they're not. Mm-hmm. Like you ever hear people say, more women need to do this. Right. And then you hear women saying, well, more men need to do. I'm like, so so we all need to do, period. <laughs> That's it. Do you think in that same sense, though, are women, and I think this is across all industries, not just sports, are we fighting for equal territory that'll never truly exist? Because I take it as we're just not listening to each other because we have different needs and it has to be communicated differently. And then people are different because is the need different or is it like the need is the same. But how we like I think how we need it and receiving it is different. different. For an example, like we all want to be loved and accepted. Right. But this guy might want to be accepted by winning a championship, winning games. She just wants to be accepted by just playing. Mm-hmm. I just want to play and I just want to be there to, to get the love and to receive right. the accept. I just want to make the team. Right. Where he's like, I want to make the team and I want to win championships. Okay, we all want to make the team. Mm-hmm. That's why I say it's, start- it's starting to be all the same. But there's other little avenues in receiving some of these things. Um, and that's why I think when we start butting heads, it starts to be pointless. Like, because we're all trying to get the same things. We're just fighting about it differently or I want it one way. And I'm like, but what are our basic needs that need to be met? And once those basic needs are listed, you'll realize that they're all the same. Mm -hmm. There is nothing different. I think that's just something this world puts us against each other for some crazy reason. Mm -hmm. Like we're just into it about I'm stronger than you. I'm better than you. Mm -hmm. I'm the man. I'm the head of the table. But the woman is the one that's carrying everything emotionally that he doesn't want to carry. So to me, we're both carrying things. Mm. You have to carry protecting me all the time. That's something Tyra husband does. Right. He has to protect our family. She's on her phone. She's texting. She's running around with the kids. He's alert. Like <laughs> He has to make sure he has everything equipped. You're worried about a kid. 
Mm-hmm. He's worried about the family. Right. But we both are worrying. Mm. We both are trying to protect something. It's the same, but we're just going about it and we have different angles here. Mm -hmm. And this is why there's no need to then fight about this because then I can meet another woman and another man and what he requires and what she requires, completely different. Right. But both of them want safety and security. That's so good. Everybody wants the same things and we're fighting about it. Every woman to listen to this because we're talking about the game of basketball. We're talking about sports. We're talking about respects really and confidence. We're talking about all these things that don't just apply on the court. I think people will tune these conversations out because they don't play basketball or, you know, they were never engaged in some form of athleticism, but the skill set, the thought process that's developed through all sports, soccer, tennis, all of these different places and spaces are the same concepts that we desire. And if we could just be present and listen to the words that are coming out of people's mouths, we could really hear. Mm-hmm. And like I said earlier, I really didn't need to fuss. It wasn't about what he did. Mm-hmm. It was the emotion in me. And I just had to become a little bit of self-aware mm-hmm. that it was in there and it existed so that I could navigate it in the future. Correct. Because that same emotion, had it come up right now, when I'm fully up and I'm not half sleep, I probably wouldn't care. And... We're passionate differently, mm-hmm. too, you know, about the same thing. Like, say we all want to play. What game is that? Let's just see who's basketball. Right. Everybody wants to play. Let's say the game was life. We all want to play, mm-hmm. but we all have different roles in playing. So I was a basketball player, and I started to put this together in, like, partnership and what I wanted in my life as well. If I was a point guard, I had certain responsibilities. Mm-hmm. We're all a part of the same team, and we all want the same thing, which is to win. Mm-hmm. period. Right. But my role to winning is different because my height, because uh, maybe my statue was different. My position was different, but I had skill set that my partners didn't have. Uh, Sue is six, four. She's her job is different. She needs to clean up the boards. She needs to get every single rebound. She needs to box out. She's blocking shots. She's getting putbacks. Mm-hmm. I ain't doing that. <laughs> I'm too short. So, I'm getting the rebounds that I can, but my job is to cut, is to slash, is to be a great passer, to see the court, to see the floor, to contribute, to help other people get open, to Mm. play as a team, right? But together, my goal is still the same as theirs. Right. It's all the same. And when we're all on board, we succeed. Now, I might be more passionate than my post player because I have to look at things differently so I can communicate where she probably needs to be. Mm-hmm. But it's still to help each other. Now, I might yell that at her, but she understands me. I understand her. And then it helps us do the bigger goal that we both want. Sue want to win. I want to win. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. And so I think we both want the same thing. Now, how are we about to get that going to look a little different? I hear all the P's, passion, purpose, and most importantly, position. Oh, yeah, let's go. P, 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 long. But that's really what it comes down to. If we could be self-aware in those three areas, we can thrive in so many spaces and places. Yes, I'm not trying to step on Sue's feet. I'm not trying to say, Sue, you ain't doing X, Y, Z. You not looking like me. Right. (laughs) I'm like, no, she not supposed to. I'm supposed to accept her in her role Mm -hmm. and then make her good at her role. Mm. So I take that as if I was in a relationship with someone, right? So I'm going to take sports and everything that I learned from sports and sharing and communicating and working together. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take all that into my relationship and say, okay, this person in my life, 
will do things that that I'm just not good at. That's right. just not my jam. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do things that they're not good at either. And then together, though, we seem to work really well together. Right. And we really want to succeed in our relationships. And so we start to communicate and play the game. Use mm-hmm. your strengths, babe. Like, you need to use this, and that works, and I'll use mine. So that might be me being emotional. I'm more emotional than you. But guess what? That helps me in some space. Right. That's going to help me somewhere being emotional. It helps me maybe in my career that I'm passionate. Mm-hmm. But when I go home, me being passionate might not be it. <laughs> but, but it helps me. It might help me in all these other facets. Mm-hmm. And it might help that this person is really chill and nonchalant. But right. that might help out in the outside world when I probably might freak out about something. And they're like, yo, babe, let's chill. We got this. Right. So now for the common goal of that day, we just got a W because we balanced each other out. You played your role. I played mine. And it's not about to look the same. Mm-hmm. But it, we all need, we're doing it for the same reason. And I think we forget that. Right. I think we're forgetting that life is really about, we all want the same thing. You being a man, a guy, I want to play the game. I want to mm-hmm. have fun. I want to make a three. I want to shoot. I want to see the crowd go crazy. <laughs> now, will it look like that game how LeBron dunked? No. Probably not. <laughs> but I just saw a girl just dunk on ESPN last week, and it was, it was still mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. Like, What? She just did that, like, with ease, right. like, effortlessly. Loved it. Loved it. With all that you've learned, and even just listening to your wisdom now, how you can translate the game of basketball to life, I feel like that's, you know, already thriving space. Did discipline, the discipline of the game of basketball, help you shift into adulthood as far as building your own business and just continued growth? Something that we all adapt by playing sports is discipline. And when we're committed to it, it it comes to us. When you're consistent, it comes to us. The discipline will be a natural state of conditioning. Mm-hmm. I'm conditioned to be this way. So it w- it's going to help me in my business because I've been doing it since I was four. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think everybody should play sports because <laughs> it teaches you these, it ingrains structure in your DNA. Mm-hmm. And you need that long term. Right longevity you you need that and so i think sports taught me how to be more sufficient to plan also if you've never played a sport either you don't even know what it feels like to give a hundred and billion percent that's scary to the average right having them work as hard as they possibly can feels like yo yosha's trying to kill me (laughs) or i threw up is that normal right hey i can't breathe right now i'm like i feel faint is that normal when that's crazy to that that's not normal to them and it's normal to me because I've experienced that my whole life. Mm-hmm. So hardship makes like warriors. It yeah. makes us amazing. It makes us tough. It makes us agile. And I think sports really ingrained that in me. And it has helped me as a trainer, has helped me as a person, uh, as a sister, has helped me as a friend. Um, because I was more disciplined in my ways because of the structure that I had um, where everybody else was looking for that type of structure. They were looking for that discipline. And now that I'm in schools and I'm working with kids, I don't see that. And then mm-hmm. everybody's thinking I'm tough. But I was like, that's how I was raised. It's not right. tough. It's That's because they're comfortable with ease. But ease doesn't create warriors. Mm-hmm. It creates people who have a lot of mental issues and a lot of softness, which they say our generation is the way this current generation is. Do you think it's unrealistic 
Like, where is your opinion and your stance on women wanting equality? And I want to say around sports, but something feels like I should just keep it broad in life because I could go and say, like, I don't agree with it. I'm going to keep it in sports just because of Brittany Griner. Why is she not out of jail? Right. Right. If that would have been LeBron, he out. (laughs) He would have been out in less than five hours. Brittany Griner is the one of the dopest female basketball players ever. Right. And she is sitting in Russia in jail, which was going on five, six months. Right. That's just ridiculous. Now, when I say I want equality, like that's where we need that at. Like, why are no LeBron? Why are you not? If that's what it takes, Michael Jordan, why are you not? Mm-hmm. But we don't we're not conditioning our man to care that way. Like it's they should, though. So I need equality that way. Mm-hmm. Like it ain't about us woman coming and rallying and posting for her. It should be all of us. Right. We all want freedom. Right. We all want the same thing. Now, how we go about that will look different. Mm-hmm. But why are they not tapping in? But that's the that's what we what I think women need. We need your support. Why is it ESPN just two years ago? We had a championships and their weight room has two dumbbells in it. And then you can turn to your left and see a whole state of the arts weight room equipment for men. Mm-hmm. We're we're still some levels behind in some spaces and places. Right. right. Like um, and then the next time it was like, oh, well, sorry, we didn't have the space. No, women are like, no, we got the space. We had more than enough space. They just are constantly treating us like we're not the same, like we don't want the same, that we didn't show up to this tournament to win, just like they showed up to the tournament. We want the same thing. Why are we not given the same thing? Mm -hmm. So we're still behind. Again, Title IX was a thing when I was in college, just about receiving the same amount of pair of shoes that the boys had. We got one all season. They got five. My coach is like, I don't like it. Mm -hmm. But if she didn't speak for us, nobody would have cared by what we had a training table where we would go and have food after practice. Mm-hmm. Boys had it every day. Our coach cared about those things to like make sure we were like, no, we were fed. Our girls deserve study table. They deserve food after practice. The boys have a whole complete losing season and they still get it. Our boys are winning. <laughs> Our girls are winning. Like, what's the problem here? Right. So we were in that space and place. And those are during my lifetime. And so it's still, even in my job now, running into head coaches or other coaches that feel like their plan is better than mine mm-hmm. because only because they're a man, not because it's better than mine, right? but because I'm the man. So we're still dealing with that. I mm-hmm. dealt with that last week, yesterday. <laughs> you know, it's still a thing in sports. Mm-hmm. Girls still work harder than boys. I can have girls, soccer, basketball, tennis, track. I can have them come up, work them out till they feel like they're going to to those limits that we were talking about. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, shoot, coach, that was a great workout. I can take boys through that. And they're like, yo, that was too hard. Like, I don't know if I want to come do this again. Like, it's a lot because men have also set that expectation, too, Mm -hmm. that your talent is enough. Women don't get to do that. Our talent isn't enough. Right. It's not. That's why we practice him for four hours. You got to speed up. I remember our coaches used to tell us that you got to speed up. We got to be fast. That's why they like us. That's why we like boys college basketball because mm. it's fast. It's entertaining. They hustle harder. They play harder. NBA, it seems like they're out there having just free ball unless right. you're in the playoffs. But we still have those type of differences. We don't get to take a day off even. That's why you can't be mad at work. You can't talk back. You can't take a pregnant leave for too long. Right. Or you could be like uh, Allison Felix, another athlete who gets pregnant and then lose all your endorsement deals because they don't feel like you should be pregnant. But then you're going to you have to prove I'm going to come back in a few years and I'm about to win six titles. Give me my Nike contract back. 
better yet, I don't want it back. I'm about to just start my own. And that's what she did. Right. But that's what we do. That's what we do. I feel like it's better that way. It shows how dynamic we are because I ask the question, especially when it comes to women's sports. Um, I played women's rugby and that was like a new space for me. And I question, is it the corporate space that says women aren't worth it or is it the fan base? I feel like it'd be corporate. I feel like it's more corporate. Fans are just there to be entertained. And then they would they would have accepted anything we would have given them. But we've already separated and divided us. So that's what they're used to. Mm. They're Culture. Used, yeah. Tradition. It's, it's been passed down already. It's embedded in us to be this way. Like, we shouldn't even be competing with each other, period. It should just be. You should just be have you pregnant. That's just what it is. Women get pregnant. Mm-hmm. We will see you when you get unpregnant. <laughs> <laughs> it shouldn't be like, oh, man, like, here she goes. She being a woman. Like, it's, it becomes like a you're irritated by it. And I'm like, I don't understand. It should just be a thing. Right. And we're not there yet. So let's no. close out with this question because it's always about passing it down to the next generation, the people coming after us. In this space, it's the women athletes coming after you. Mm-hmm. What words of wisdom do you have for them? To gain to maintain or to lose anything in your life is going to take a lot of work. Mm. And I need you to wrap your head around that and fall in love with the work. And it's not hard work. It's just work. And you don't let anybody tell you different. And also to believe in how dope you are. Believe it. Because as soon as you start believing that, you're going to act like it. And that's it's going to make some, it's going to make things hard for other people to tell you anything different. And that's what people have to believe. You have to, like, believe that you are great. And I didn't know how great I was until I believed that my program is better than that. Instead of putting myself secondary, because that's where we're taught, I'm not doing that no more. I just know that I'm amazing. I trust all of the energy and effort that I put in. I trust me. Trust you. And then stand on that. And as soon as somebody try to dim your light, brighten it. Mm-hmm. Because that's the way to win, too. Because me being competing with them is going to take some energy out of you that you don't need to give away. You being upset with them is going to take some energy that's going to make take away from you being awesome. You quitting is not helpful to you at all. But the greatest experience that I've had as a woman showing up into an all-men's atmosphere is being the dopest trainer, basketball player you can be. And that is something that they hate and that's how you win i'm just gonna be amazing you gotta watch this and you have to accept it because you're not gonna stop me you're not about to come intervene and at this point i believe it so i'm gonna run you over at this point <laughs> like you know so that's what i need my girls to adapt that i believe that i'm supposed to be here i belong where i'm at and if you do anything to stand in my way just be prepared to be ran over Mm-hmm. And that's in my family. I, I support my family that way because I stand on what you've implemented into this family. You stand on the how you raise your children. You're standing on I'm doing the best I'm supposed to do. My kids know about God. I'm doing the best. There is not a, a person who's going to come and tell me how to do that because I know I trust that. If you're not a good parent, you don't trust that. Right. You know better. <laughs> we ain't crazy now. But when you start knowing it runs over into your life and your circumstances, you start being confident about your finances. You start to because you know what's up. You didn't mm-hmm. you put the work in. You did everything you needed to gain. You did everything you needed to maintain. And you're going to do everything to lose out on the things that's not supposed to be in your space. 
it's work and I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. I think at the end of the day, you gain and you maintain and it all takes some work. Believe in it. Believe in it and don't let nobody tell you anything different. Except for the people who are trying to probably potentially help you be even more amazing. But if they're not, they're trying to dim your light. You got to show up and shine, baby. Shine. Put it in their face. Laugh. Have a good time. Don't be mad. Don't be angry. Don't quit. Just be like, okay, I'm going to see you tomorrow. I'm going to be even more doper. I'm going to laugh. I'm going to be excited. I'm going to give this energy and be the best I know God made me to be. And then the person who keeps constantly seeing you showing up is annoyed because mm. it's hard to stop somebody that won't stop. Mm. That's so for all our women out there, we ain't going nowhere. Only thing I think we've been doing is getting doper. <laughs> <laughs> so you might as well just join us, okay? Pushing babies out. We dunking. <laughs> like, we building houses and all type of stuff. Like it, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And as soon as everybody n- starts to think like, oh, She's dope. I'm going to let her be dope. But me too. Because I'm not even comparing myself to her. She's just amazing in her own right. Me too. Men, me too. Her too. It is what it is. I can't compete with her though. Mm-hmm. Because if I start competing, I will say we are better. Okay? <laughs> if you want to go there. I'm going to just say we are. Mm-hmm. We are. But I don't want to compete. I don't want to say I'm better. I just want to work with you. Because us saying that we're better than each other is keeping us in this whole cycle of a world that we live in trying to prove that we spend our whole lifetime trying to prove that we're one's better and more superior I, I don't have time for that but I can love you the same I can support you the same I can show up for you the same I can rub your back we all want those same things right and we have to remember that we want the same things and stop competing with anything outside of that so that's solid We have learned so much around sports and we'll continue to learn that. It starts on the court, but it transitions into life. An athlete turns into an amazing person because they become disciplined, self-aware. They carry a work ethic that makes them stronger in and out of classroom, boardrooms, entrepreneurship, all spaces and places in industry. We just begin to dominate because we've learned the basic skills of retaining the discipline, the love and putting in the work. We can't ask for more than that. That's all we've got today. We're just learning how to be a woman on and off the court. And there's always some wisdom to be shared for the next generation. Stay tuned for the next episode. That's all we've got for today's episode here at Podcast Town Studio. These stories, they connect us. The ultimate question, what was the journey like to freedom? Wait, freedom is agreeing to disagree. Different perspectives, healing from within, all because life and legacy are complex. We see people everywhere, but do we really see them? Their thoughts, griefs, pain, or struggles? To be strong is to heal. If your heart is broken, you'll find God right there. If you're kicked in the gut, he will help you catch your breath. Remember to breathe. You're stronger than you think. Make sure you stay connected by following us on Facebook and Instagram at Invisible Talks Podcast. Until next time, I'm your host, Tyra Elam.